Paul Steenhouse is with us today from New York City. How are you doing, Paul? I'm doing good. What is this sporting event thing you talk of with crowds? That seems weird. I know, I know, I know. How was it for you, out of interest, because I know you keep in touch with the New Zealand news pretty closely. How was it kind of watching the hype around the America's Cup? Um... I mean, there was nothing about it in the news in America. No, no. <laughs> Is that I mean, the answer it's, I was it's, a, it's to very much an off-Broadway thing. But, but yes. I mean, you were you were aware that it was happening, right? And what what did you think of the oh, images yeah. and stuff that you could see in the New Zealand news? Oh, I mean, it, it's it's terrifying to watch it because there's all these people together. Yeah. But it, it, but, it, but 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 Auckland looked beautiful. Yeah. Um. What a what a fantastic like uh, you know it, great summer event, right? Auckland that waterfront just shines in, in, in an event like that oh yeah yeah it yeah. makes me this home jack it oh makes me Paul, home. you can come back you just have to you'll probably be able to get an mic spot on about november of this year if you <laughs> get up at 4am and pay five thousand dollars or whatever it is now <laughs> Woo! yay hey instagram is exploring a kid's version of the app that makes me very nervous nervous for me too um especially because uh, it's just Instagram an, and Facebook where, where, are immoral. Where <laughs> yeah. well, well, that's one way of putting it. I mean, it's just you know. I think the I was I heard a commentator just uh, this week say that you know we're going to look back on these types of things probably like sugar and smoking, um, and just go what were we thinking? So yeah, they here's here's the here's the catch twenty two the chicken and the egg jack is that apparently kids who aren't thirteen under thirteen actually ask their parents for Instagram accounts quite often. Yeah, and I, I can imagine that there are parents that give those to them because why not? Um, but I think then Instagram is saying, well, if these if parents are giving kids Instagram and that goes against the terms of service and blah, 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 shouldn't we maybe actually create a kid's version of the app so that we can actually get some oversight there's maybe some transparency there the parents can maybe mm. see what accounts they follow or block per certain search terms and things like that so that's what they're trying to look at doing facebook actually launched an app called messenger for kids um back in 2017 doing exactly that type of thing right who is who who are your kids allowed to talk to um how long are you allowed to use the app for these, these kinds of things and they don't have ads and they don't have as much tracking and that sort of things in them mainly because in the united states there's a law called um copper which which protects um collection of data and um that sort of thing around children's products right so it's in some ways it's a good thing that instagram is creating this because we're, you know, kids under 13 are probably already using Instagram. Um, but at the same time, should kids under 13 be using Instagram? It's, it's, it's very similar to the, uh, the marijuana debate, I guess, that, that you were having last year in New Zealand, which is do, you know, do you want to try to police the behavior you know that's happening or do you just want to let it happen? That's, yeah. that's, that's the hard part here. Yeah. Oh, that's complex. Maybe I don't know the answer to that, but it does make me nervous. Just I, yeah. I, nothing, you know, very little from the behavior from Facebook, which is Instagram's, you know, owner, uh, over the last few years has made me think that it is either trying to do what is right as opposed to turning a profit. But anyway, yeah, we'll watch the space. Look, yeah. We shape our lives by it too, don't we? You know, yeah. but you, when you've got these platforms, you want to make sure you're looking good on that platform. And, you know, you, you, people talk today about generation whatever it is x or z or whatever is is more interested in spending money on an experience than a thing and one of those reasons is that 
you get to show off that experience on social media, oh, whatever true. whatever platform that is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, okay, thanks for that. Uh, Microsoft PowerPoint can now coach you to be a better presenter. Yeah, you could use this. You could, you know, can't you, improve you on perfection, Paul. D- <laughs> um, I remember actually getting some very amazing tips from the one and only Simon Dallow early really? on in my career, and I still, yeah, and I still, I still come back to some of those things. Um, this one's probably, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's better than Simon, maybe it's not, who knows? But the AI, Jack, the robots can now actually watch you, yes, watch you give a presentation and give you some pointers on how you can make it better. If you're speaking too fast, the robots will tell you. Wow. If you're saying um too many times, the robots will tell you. Ah. If your eyes aren't looking into the camera or you're looking off into space, it'll tell you. Are you reading out your slides too much? It can even tell you that. It's kind of crazy, but kind of cool. Um, because it's, I say um, uh, because it's because it's often scary and confronting to yeah. give presentations and especially to then, you know, rehearse it in front of people who are going to give you feedback. So you can do your presentation for the for the computer um, and now it will give you a dashboard and tips and pointers and it's available um, in on PowerPoint for both Windows and Mac. That, uh, that is really interesting. Okay. I, I'm intrigued to see um, yeah, what tips it'll be throwing up. What, I, have you got any, what's your like number one? public speaking slash presentation tip, Paul? Um, the one, so the one thing that I always come back to that Simon taught me was yeah. that in your head, a pause often feels three or four times longer than what it actually is in reality. Yeah. And so when you're presenting and when you're talking, don't be afraid of pauses because they're actually, they're good. They, they let you gather your thoughts. They let the audience gather their thoughts even though it's scary for you and it feels like an absolute eternity. I think I think going slowly and pausing is critical. In fact, if I'm doing public speaking, mm. I often force myself to be silent at the start of a presentation for as long as I can. For like, honestly, like seven to 10 seconds. I'll do that, get up there, arrange my notes, deliberately look around a room before I even start speaking. But do you know, I, and I'll give you my number like one And like an eternity, right? Yeah, it can do, it can do. Go I mean, ahead, I enjoy go. public speaking for the most part, so yeah. But um, the other tip I always have for people is think about your, how you use physical space. So if you're, giving a wedding, if you're giving a wedding address or you're giving a presentation at work and you're a bit nervous about it, the, the, the way that many humans react is to put themselves against a wall. So if you've got a microphone, say, you go and stand right against the back wall, that's really normal, mm-hmm. right? Because you, you feel like you're kind of protecting yourself as much as possible you know you're looking out for threats but if you immediately right. own the space if you walk around space and you get up close to the audience the audience feels way more comfortable because it shows them that you're in control it's a little tip for you there a little tidbit i like that <laughs> i like that fake it till you make it is yeah what it sounds yeah like. yeah basically yeah hey um very quickly youtube's trying to make a tiktok clone yeah because we all need to just find ourselves in yet another algorithmic hole don't we <laughs> tiktok man that is a that is a time killer um instagram reels another time killer and yes now coming to youtube interesting you won't need to download another app it's actually going to be right there on the youtube app 
home screen. It's currently in beta here in the States. It actually launched in beta some time ago in India. Uh, no word yet on when it's going to make its global rollout, but uh, the reviews haven't been too hot for this, I will admit, Jack. Uh, and it doesn't feature some of the, the really fun kind of um, duets and some of those huh. extra creative features that things like TikTok has. But the benefit is that if someone makes a, a whatever YouTube's calling it, um, shorts, if they make a short and uh, you want to share it with a friend, it's actually available on YouTube, so you can watch it on all your different YouTube devices, your, your TV, your phone, your whatever. Yeah. whatever but. Nice. Very good. Get okay. set for more vertical video. Yeah, can't wait for it. Thanks, Paul. Catch you again next week.